Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Given that advanced bladder cancer remains challenging, we've had a lot of success and revolution in the frontline therapy, but we know for those patients who progress on platinum or now combination of portmavidotin and pembrolizumab, we really have limited treatment options and a dearth of targeted agents. But HER2 is overexpressed in bladder cancer. Start looking at IHC, you can get upwards of 20 to 30% of patients. And HER2 targeted antibody drug conjugates or ADCs may be the path forward for certain populations. This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Brad McGregor. So HER2 ADCs and HER2 positive breast cancer and gastric cancer have shown treatment assess are now really a standard of care. But what about other solid tumors, particularly ones that are difficult to treat, such as urothelial carcinoma? What happens when we start looking at the role of HER2 ADCs in those patients, specifically drugs such as maybe trazituzumab, deruxtecan, or TDXD? So destiny pan tumor O2 was a trial that was tumor agnostic, looking at the role of TDXD given every three weeks in those patients who overexpress HER2 by IHC. This is in contrast to PAN201, which looked at the role of the drug in those patients who had a mutation. And so this was a trial of the drug in patients with endometrial, cervical, ovarian bladder, as well as others, including biliary tract cancers, pancreatic. Patients that had HER2 overexpression as defined by IHC using the gastric assay, so not the breast cancer assay. And we start specifically looking at those with bladder cancer. They had 41 patients enrolled. The objective response rate overall was 39% with a median duration response of close to nine months. But we start looking at those who had increased HER2 expression, IHC 3 plus, that response rate went up to 56%. You know, I will comment that investigator assessed IHC when they did some discrepancies between the investigator and center review. So I think learning better how to directly assess and best assess the heart to expression is going to be critical. So this is obviously exciting results, but what about toxicity? So there's really no new safety concerns identified in this trial versus all the other trials. The most common grade through higher treatment emergent adverse events were neutropenia, anemia, fatigue. And the one that everyone cares about the most, obviously, it's interstitial lung disease. So we saw that about 10% of patients with majority of those low grade with only one grade three event. So really exciting early data, you know, across tumor types, specifically in bladder cancer. And you know, there's also studies where we can maybe combine this with immunotherapy. So there was a trial presented by Dr. Galski where they combined it TDXD with nivolumab. And, you know, we saw some sort of exciting responses with an objective response rate of 37%, again, higher than those who are HER2 3 plus. And then there's other ADCs out there. The one that's further along is RC48 or dosatamabidotin, which is another HER2 ADC that's linked to MMAE. So we had very early data from China looking at the role of RC48 alone in patients as second line therapy with intriguing results. And then we had another trial where they combined RC48 with immunotherapy, 36 patients, and the objective response rate was close to 40%. So really, really exciting 
data and really suggest that as we move forward, HER2 can be a viable target in urethricar. So it's definitely maybe something with these variant histologies like micropapillary, where we see overexpression of HER2 by IHC. And while right now HER2 IHC isn't a standard of care, unless you're looking to go on a clinical trial, I think in the future, as we get further development, these drugs are approved, it will be a standard of care. I really look forward to how we can incorporate this in our treatment armamentarium to improve outcomes for our patients. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank you for joining me. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.